Travel Commando Podcast, baby. Welcome back. Okay, so I had planned to do a roundtable with some other travelers about our favorite souvenirs earlier in the year. COVID interrupted that. All right, so I'll do a few podcasts about uh, a few of my favorite souvenirs, and I'll put accompanying pics on Instagram. Uh, I'll tell you the stories about how I got them and any unusual circumstances surrounding the acquisitions, etc. Okay, maybe some other time I'll tell you about the first souvenir I bought in France. Maybe. I just, uh, wow, I don't really know if it's something I should discuss on the podcast. But for today, everything's good, we're safe. I'll tell you about the acquisition of a wonderful souvenir from the Louvre a little bit about the day on which I acquired it, and a little bit about why you should be careful when considering what you carry. Okay? The souvenir is Le Man de Pianiste, and it almost got me into a little bit of trouble several days after I bought it. Here we go. I bought this souvenir at the Louvre. Okay? This was a beautiful blue Paris sky day, not a pissy gray Paris sky day. I was psyched. I arrived early and found myself very near the front of the pre-booking line. There weren't many people around yet. However, some meeting had been called, and although everybody in this line had booked ahead, right, we were left standing outside by the Richelieu Pavilion. Soon the line grew quite large, okay, and the whole purpose of booking in advance seemed to have been defeated. But there was a really great opportunity to talk with people from around the world and many other people from the USA about the trips they were on, how things were going, and their other adventures. All right. We passed around a lot of to-do and not-to-do tips, like have some cash ready if you need to take a leak at the Eiffel Tower, for example. Like, hey, there's no restroom in the metro, for example. We discussed walking shortcuts from certain sites to other sites, adventures in other countries, what we were about to see inside, and of course, other great museums. So, I did my tour of the Louvre, went in through the dungeon, walked through the Egyptian temple, got squished to death so I could stand 10 feet from the Mona Lisa postage stamp, contemplated the glass pyramid and the patterns which the light passing through it cast onto the floor and allowed my mind to be dazzled by the history of the building. There had been beheadings almost literally two throws of a stone from where I was standing. And if you can process anything like that much amazing art in one day, you know, congratulations. Everything was so ornate, okay, and the place was so vast. I imagine living in a palace that you could use the word vast to describe. And I'm just referring to the interior, okay? I'm sure that somewhere online there's a video of somebody skateboarding through it at night. All right. All day, I just rolled in great art. Baroque, Renaissance, Romantic, Realistic, Still Life, Portraiture. And quite often I found myself marveling at just the frame in which a piece rested. The frame itself as being classifiable as great art. You know how once in a while your dog <laughs> will find a dead animal and roll in the carcass and then pop up elated? That's how this was for me. 
And I hope that's the strangest metaphor ever used to describe enjoyment of art. It wasn't in the front of my mind, but it was certainly in the back of my mind. This place is going to have a great gift shop, right? And naturally, as visitors to museums are intended to do, I found myself inside the shop. And here I am, I thought. I'm in one of the world's great museums. Should I buy a book about the museum? Should I buy a book about this artist or that artist whose work I had viewed? The shop had hundreds and hundreds of books, of course, but books are heavy. And so many books and gift shops are available elsewhere. Buying a print uh, wasn't going to work. I had too much travel ahead of me. I bought a gilded wooden box. And actually, gilded isn't exactly what I mean. It's decorated with mother-of-pearl and other materials. What's important is that you could buy a similar box at World Imports or Pier 1. Okay, the inside is lined with red velvet. I still have the box. It contains souvenirs from another trip. I needed something else. Okay, the, the box didn't do it for me. Shopping in this store was a great time, but really I was exhausted. Okay, I knew that I was high on an endorphin rush from walking into this amazing shop, and also that I needed to make a decision in that small window of time before that rush stopped. My eyes rolled back and I started speaking in tongues, okay? Then, I saw the Rodin miniatures. Rodin miniature. That might be just the thing. If you don't know who Rodin was, please note that he sculpted the thinker. If that doesn't help, Really, all you need to know is that he was a French sculptor who specialized, I would say, with my limited education, in anatomical bronzes. Okay? Rodin was active from the mid-1800s to the early 1900s. I had grown up with the thinker emblazoned on my conscience. I was staring at a miniature of Le Man de Pianiste, the pianist's hand. And when I say miniature, I mean about the same size as the hand of a child who's four years old. Okay? This hand is splayed, frozen while playing. Sometimes <clears throat> it looks unusual and amazing, gnarly and weird. Sometimes it looks grotesque and frightening. Sometimes it looks like a beautiful study of the human anatomy. All right. The piece was quirky. It was offbeat. It was small and durable, therefore fit for travel. And it was really cool. All right. I knew it would be a great conversation starter. I had no idea of the path which would be laid for these conversations. That all came later. Several days after my visit to the museum, I flew home. I put the suitcase on the belt to go through x-ray and scanning and all of that and headed off to uh, passport control, right? A young man in a booth called out, Monsieur. I stopped and looked back at him and I pointed to myself and said, Moi? He nodded and said that he had a question for me. I didn't think this could possibly be any big deal, right? So without moving back toward him, I asked him what was up. He asked me something, and I provided an answer, turning away to walk. And he called out to me again. I turned, and he repeated his question. I realized, you know, I hadn't understood it quite correctly the first time. I wasn't sure that I understood it correctly the second time either. I was thinking, does he mean what I think he means? And also, why the hell would he ask me that? Okay, 
so to get him to repeat himself, I just politely explained that I wasn't sure I understood all of the words he'd used, basically. And this was all occurring in French. He was surprised that I didn't understand. He paused, looked me in the eyes, and repeated his question. I don't know if I have the exact phrasing anymore, but the question was basically along the lines of, Pourquoi est-ce qu'il y a un man uh, dans votre barrage? He held up the back of his left hand in a splayed position and pointed to it with his right index finger. I definitely knew what he meant at that point. Believe it or not, I still didn't get it, though. It still took me a minute. Then I literally started guffawing right there in front of everybody, like laughing really hard. He had seen my souvenir on either x-ray or scan, had interpreted the image literally, and was asking me why there was a hand in my bag. So, of course, he was a little bit puzzled by my reaction. Okay, maybe it's a little bit sick, but part of what was amusing me so much was that he legitimately did think it was a human hand. I mean, maybe he thought it was a monkey paw, but he was prepared to take action. Okay, and when I kind of got my shit back together and explained everything, the guy was also entertained. But not at all as much as I was. He wished me a good trip home, I thanked him, and that was that. All right? I remember being very amused to leave on that note. All the way to my gate, I was elated. Thank you for listening. No listener mail today. I'm out of here.